Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hello and welcome to Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Kevin Ray. He is the person to talk to if you've got questions on the brain, on the mind about your financial life, something that might be going on that you need help with when it comes to retirement planning or just overall investment planning for your future. Kevin's going to fill us in with some great information today. He's your financial coach at Insight Folios in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can find Kevin online anytime at insightfolios.com. Kevin brings more than 28 years of experience to the table each week, by the way, and uh, looking forward to tapping into that great knowledge on today's show. Hey, Kevin, what's going on in your world? Well, I'm uh, enjoying the weather for a change here, Walter. I mean, everything's good. Uh, uh, I'm waiting for the streams to go down a little bit for all the rain, so I can go do a little fishing, but I'm having a good time now. Well, July basically, you know, here now, and so it better be feeling pretty good outside at this point. Well, you know, it's, it's yeah, a couple, or I think it was last week or the week before, I actually had to turn furnace on a couple of days because it was a little chilly out there. It's, just, it's kind of a weird year, you know how that yeah, is. Yeah, kind of wild yeah. when they, we have the ups and downs like that. Any uh, yeah. big plans for the fourth this year? No, I'm just going to uh, relax this year and, you know, watch everybody else go north and I'll enjoy the stress-free uh, travel that I'm not going to do, so. There you go. You fire yeah. fireworks off your, yourself or go out and see them at all? No, I let the professionals do that. Don't put that stuff in my hands. It'd probably be too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like buying the real lame ones, you know, just the, the ones yeah. that stay on the ground that, you know, don't, that can't go, you can, not a lot can go wrong with them, right? You know, just put the big cones on there, watch them spew up for 30 seconds and you're, you're good to go. Well, my my neighbor does that so I can watch him do it. But uh, there you he go. Buys, there you I go. think he buys the discount ones that have been discounted two or three times because <laughs> half of them don't go up tree level before they go off. So. Right. All right. I um, I shot some off in, uh, in the neighborhood uh, a little while ago. We were just doing a, a fun little celebration. I just thought it'd be fun to have some fireworks. But our neighborhood is so quiet now, the new neighborhood that we're in since we moved last year. And it was it just seemed so loud because the rest of the neighborhood has been so quiet since we moved in. So now I feel like the, the rowdy person. I, I gave all of our neighbors heart attacks from <laughs> fire. And so I'm like really hesitant to do it on on the fourth now. Fourth. Yeah. Did you hear any complaints? No, we didn't hear any complaints. I think everybody, no. I'm sure everybody was fine with it. Um, so anyway, actually, it brought up a, a very interesting debate, not to get too far off track before we get sure. to all the financial stuff, but we shot them off on uh, Memorial Day. And then it actually led to a good debate. We were all like, well, hold on a second. Is this weird that we just shot off fireworks on Memorial Day? And for some reason, it never crossed my mind as being, you know, offensive or insensitive. But then when you really think about it, you're like, yeah, this isn't really supposed to. It's not necessarily yeah. a day of cel- this is not a day of celebration. Um, it's one of remembrance. And yes, but it led to a good discussion of is, well, can we still be honoring and remembering by still celebrating freedom, but yeah, should it be reserved for July 4th? So I don't know, it led to an interesting debate. Yeah, you know, as time changes, you know, we have Memorial Day serials now where we would never thought about that years ago, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just, yeah, the debate is uh, is going to be rampant on that subject from different points of view. Well, you're right, the mattress sales and the things like yeah. that that use a, yeah. a solemn holiday, or I guess because we attach the word holiday to it, it seems like it should be something that's bright and yes. peppy, but... Yeah. 
but it was a day set aside to remember what our soldiers have um you know sacrificed and right. that, it doesn't necessarily uh, mean that anymore i don't think in some cases yeah yeah i think you're right so it it, it gave us pause it led to a good debate and i don't i don't think i will uh, shoot them off next year i i, I was convinced that it's I don't think it was bad, but I, I was convinced that that's eh, not an appropriate time. Let's yeah. let's save it for July Fourth. So, yeah. you know, I think that was positive to have that debate. It's good. It always helps. You know, you always yeah. get somebody else's point of view. It makes you think different. So, yeah, yeah, it was good. And you know what? We didn't yeah. tear each other's throats out in having the conversation about it, or tell people they were idiots throughout the process. You did it in a bipartisan <laughs> view. Wow, huh? <laughs> it, it was it was amazing. We were able to yeah. just t- we were able to just talk about it. Why can't we do that with some other things in this? You need uh, to go to Washington world. right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, if only we could just talk some sense to each other and and just talk like human beings, we would make so much progress. But we would. We'll get off the soapbox for okay. now. But in any event, I hope everybody has a great 4th of July and and yeah, now's the time we we'll go out and shoot those fireworks. Now we're celebrating. There you go. Uh, We've got a great show on the way for today. We're going to talk about gardening here in a moment and what we can learn from the retirement garden. This should be a lot of fun. I'm I'm tending my wife's garden right now, um, Kevin, because she's out of town. Uh, she's, She's studying. She's out of the state, in fact, living in a hotel for a month while she finishes up her last semester of grad school. So that's exciting. So I'm, I've been tasked with pruning those different things in the garden. And this, I've got a zucchini right after our show. I've got to go and take out of the garden. So, Why um, do I got this feeling you're not being as good a boy as your wife thinks you are about cleaning and keeping up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait to the last minute to do everything before she gets home. It'll be <laughs> a pile of filth until she comes around the corner. Oh, it's all it's been clean like this the whole time. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about the retirement garden here in a second. We're also going to talk about retiring early, some of the challenges that may come along with with that. And maybe we'll have time to talk about some hidden expenses in the financial world as well. As always, we've got to reserve some time to answer your questions on the show as well. Well, I've delayed long enough here, Kevin, let's dive into the retirement garden. And what in the world does retirement planning have to do with growing a garden? Well, we're going to tell you some of the lessons you can learn from this. First one, Kevin, hey, plants don't grow overnight. It takes a little while for these things to sprout up and, and grow. Well, that's that's true, right? And, and with all the rain we have, it may be delayed a little bit. But how are we going to relate that to retirement planning? So suppose you decided that you wanted to plant a vegetable garden and join your own homegrown vegetables like you're going to do, Walter. Your zucchini tonight, right? Yep, I love zucchini. Yep, good stuff. Yep. But if you went out and planted that plant yesterday, you're not going to be expecting a big zucchini today. And by the way, if you get too many, send them my way. Okay, you got it. Um, but growing a garden does what? It requires patience. You know, you have to water it. You have to nurture it. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to, you know, weed it and do all those types of things. So with retirement planning, some people are struggling with the concept of patience. You know, too many people feel like they're behind in their savings. And when they get ready to approach retirement, they end up taking a boatload of risk. And the reason is they're trying to make up lost time. Well, we want to be in a similar position as your plants or as your, as your zucchini plants here, Walter. Eventually, they're going to produce vegetables that's going to you know, feed us. That's what's going to happen to you tonight when you pick that. Well, the same thing happens here. You're going to plant the seed, and you're going to harvest the crop in financial planning. The seed is going to be the deposits or whatever you're saving in, like your 401k. So if you're depositing month, monthly uh, contributions or biweekly, whatever it is, that's the seed. The crop is converting your investments into a never-ending supply of income. 
And that doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes, you know, uh, perseverance when the market is bad and it takes planning. So do that. Sit down and do the planning and, and think of it as your garden. You need to harvest your garden. You need to weed your garden. You need to keep all that stuff going. So keep that, keep that in the back of your mind. Our hope is that by trying to simplify financial conversations through everyday terms, it makes it easier for you to understand, makes it easier for you to grasp. And I think this is a great analogy, talking about tending to the garden and some of the financial lessons that arise from that. So the first point there, plants don't grow overnight, neither does your portfolio. It takes time and energy to get these things right and to uh, to happen. Uh, this isn't the, the casino where you might get rich in, in one night kind of thing. The other thing you got to do with your garden, and uh, this we have finally done a really good job of this year. In the past, we always had problems with our gardens because we really just put up a small little tiny, like, you know, little mini fence around it. We put up a pretty good fence this time. We're trying to keep all the pests away. Uh, the weeds is always a harder, <laughs> a bit harder of an yes. issue, but we're keeping some of the pests away. At least uh, we're keeping the deer away and the rabbits, I think, we've successfully kept out of the garden this year. So that, that's been helpful. Well, you know, we haven't got our garden in yet because we had so much rain. But in the past, we have the same issue. We have the rabbits and, more importantly, the deer. When the deer come in, they seem to mow the, gar- the, the garden way down. We tried to fence, but they're pretty smart guys. They have to have a really tall fence in our area. So your retirement savings is going to be under attack by the weeds and the pest of your financial world. So what are those things? Well, some of the things you got to look out for are hidden fees. They could be, think of those as the weeds that choke out your investments and they stunt your growth. Just like if you get weeds in the garden, it's going to take away some of the nourishment to your plants. These fees are going to do the same thing. Hmm. Other things are going to be product salesmen who are on to sell you something they make a commission and then they never call you again until they want to sell you something else. Those are the pests. You know, they only come back when when you don't uh, want them to come back and you, you buy something from them because it sounds good and you don't understand how it fits into your picture and how it's going to fit into your retirement life. And then what happens? They disappear back into the forest or back into the city and then they come back when there's something else to sell. So stay vigilant for weeds and pests and don't let them take over. Well, how do you do that? Well, this is simple, Walter. You get involved in your own retirement planning. You're going to have to ask questions. You're going to have to get more education. And why do you do all these things? So you're better prepared to retire. You're going to need a plan that makes sense to you that you're going to understand. If you have a plan, if you have those cookie cutter plans, as I call them, that are 80 pages long and you just give up on page three, that's not a plan. You need a plan that makes sense and you can understand. The market will go up at some point and go down at some point, and you have to have a plan to keep you on track so you'd be in much better position for retirement. So planning is going to help you make smart financial decisions, especially in the difficult times, and planning will also help you keep the pests and the weeds away. So keep that in the back of your mind on that one, too. I like this uh, scenario we're going on as far as, uh, as the garden. That's fun. Yep. Well, I think you'll find this next one to be helpful as well. You need the right tool for the right task when it comes to the garden. And you talked about, uh, you know, pests and, and weeds. I tried with the riding lawnmower to see if eh, I don't need to get the uh, the weed whacker to get those weeds in the corner. I think I can ride the riding lawnmower <laughs> close enough to the edge of the garden to knock it all down. Well, you can just guess that that didn't end very well. So I didn't have the right tool for the job there. Yeah, tools are very important, aren't they, for anything that you do in life. But in the financial world, people sometimes use financial financial tools for just crazy task. Let's look at a couple for example. CDs and money market accounts are not the solution for long-term investing. 
I see this all the time when people come in, I'll ask them why they have money in CDs or, or money markets or short-term bonds, and they'll say it's for my retirement. I say, well, how long are you going to retire? 30 years, 25 years, 20 years? Well, those are not the right tool for that particular situation. Life insurance is another good one when you use it as life insurance. But a lot of times I hear people who buy a life insurance policy with this idea that they can go into retirement and get a tax-free retirement from it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but life insurance is good when you use it for life insurance. Stock index funds are good for long-term growth. So if you have money in CDs, money markets, and you're looking for long-term growth, that's probably where you should be looking. But they're not good for generating income when you retire. So how do you generate income? Well, there's a couple of things out there. You could use dividends or annuities can generate income, but which one works better for you? How do you know? So the thing is, there are many tools available for all the different life stages that you're going to go through. You need a different tool or a strategy at age 55 than you did at 25. Your tools are going to need to change. You're going to need to be sharpened as you get older just to fit your needs. So make sure you're using the right tool for the right job. You know, we've been talking about different tools for retirement planning. You've worked for the last 20 or 30 years with the goal of retiring someday. The problem is you're not sure if you're going to have the correct tools to retire at this point in your life or if you're on track or you've done enough. I've sat in front of countless people just like you over the last 28 years. I've listened. I have understand your frustration, your anxiety about retirement from your perspective. The big story here is you are the hero. You did all the hard work. You worked hard. You saved all during your working career. You missed sporting events. You missed other school events. And why did you do that? To help your family to save for retirement and to pay the bills. Now is the time that you may need a little help to get you to and through retirement. It is the time to put you first so you enjoy the retirement you've been working for. And that's what we do in my office. We help people just like you every single day and here's what i noticed over my career when you sit down and you start planning you're going to live like the people who did it right in the first place we've all seen these people we all know who they are they five they fly first class they take their whole family on extended vacation they're going to buy the vacation homes they have the nicer cars but here's the problem most people will sit and do nothing procrastination sets in and you're still going to wonder if you're using the right tools for your retirement you will live in fear and you know what? Your past performance is going to repeat itself. And, and guess what? Nothing's going to change. So here's where it comes down to. If you're looking for help and someone to guide you to and through retirement, you only have to do three things only. First, pick up the phone. Give us a call. Second, pick a date that's convenient for you to come in and start the planning process. The Marvelous MJ will send you everything you need to bring in, including directions and all the goodies. Third, come into the office and we'll have a listening meeting. We'll put together your own personalized simplicity plan, show you how the tools that you already have accumulated, how they're going to be put into your plan, and it's tailored just for you. Once you got that plan in place, guess what? Then you start to have peace of mind about retirement. It's really that easy, so just give us a call. All you have to do is dial that number. That's 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Call now. Talk to Kevin and the team about your financial situation. Get a time on the counter to come in and meet in person. It all begins with a simple phone call. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- 
885-7526. If you get the voicemail, no big deal. Leave a quick message. Kevin and the team will be able to return your call. Marvelous MJ will reach out to you and get you set up on the calendar. Or, you know, you can ask your questions there and uh, get them answered pretty easily. It's uh, great to do if you have been kind of thinking about getting the right kind of financial plan in place so that you're taken care of going forward in retirement. Kevin's got offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well, and you can meet by calling that number now, 888-885-PLAN. Stay with us. More coming up on today's show. You're tuned in to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Hope you're having a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in to Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray. He's the person we turn to each week for guidance and advice in this financial world. He's our financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Saginaw and Pinconning as well. You can find out all sorts of great information about Kevin online by going to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click the listen button to ask your questions or to listen to past episodes of the program. Kevin is the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, and we'd love tapping into his expertise here on the show. And I think Kevin wanted to spend a couple minutes on today's program talking a little bit about early retirement. I think it's a topic that is not everybody wants to retire early, but a lot of people have that as a goal. But I think it's kind of interesting too, because people kind of retire early, that definition, they, they define it a little bit different. Based on your experience, when somebody says they want to retire early, how, how early are we talking? You know, that's a good question. Just like you stated, Walter, it's different for everybody that, that comes in. But for, for most people, they want to retire when they say early in their 50s. But I can give you a a couple of examples here that are totally different than, than each other. So, you know, I had a couple that came in well, probably a month ago. They were in their 30s. And guess what age they wanted to retire at? They were in their 30s and they were yep, already... Early 30s, early 30s. 40. 45. 45, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's pretty early. Yeah, to them, that's that's early. To me, it was early too because I'm 58, right? Yeah. So, and what did they do to in order to put this in place? Well, they already downsized to a smaller home. You know, I think they've been watching those tiny home episodes. Okay. They're maxing out at 30 years old. They're maxing out both of their 401k contributions, which is about $19,000 per year. They didn't have the typical toys, like I call them, like the boats and the RVs or the okay. cabins, those types of things. And they really, really wanted to retire early. You know, they had big plans for traveling the world. You know, they want to experience different cultures. You know, they want to start doing this while they're young. And the main reason for this was the husband of this couple, that he had lost both those parents while they were in their early 50s, meaning their parents, uh-huh. his parents, due to cancer. So he said, I don't want that to happen to me. I want to enjoy this. So, you know, that's one perspective. So that was, you know, from my perspective, that was really early. Then I had a couple who came in that they were in their early 50s. So I'm going to give you the same question. What age do you think they wanted to retire? I'll say 60. 64. 64. Oh, yeah, well, that's yeah. not. Early. That's not that early, right? right? So yeah, but that's that. That's where they were a different. year early. <laughs> yeah, well, they figured they were going to work till seventy at one time, and then, okay. um, they went at sixty four. But they were on the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, they had a cab and they had the boats. They had you know all the ATVs and all that stuff that goes around there. But here's the big difference: they had it in a job that had a lot of vacation days and they really enjoyed their job so what they were doing is they were checking off some of their bucket list items where they were uh, working you know they each had four or five weeks of vacation okay they're both in good health you know they wanted to do enjoy the vacations and the cabins and enjoy the kids and grandkids while they're still in good health and to them 64 was retiring early 
So what is it you know that they both have in, in common? Well, they both have plans in place to do that, and that's what it boils down to, right? So everybody is different when we sit down and talk to them. That's kind of a, a big you know difference as we're going through it, but that's that's one of them I can come up with. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Kevin. So you get these different answers for what works for people, but when somebody says they want to retire early, is it usually a realistic plan for them? You know, more that's a good question, Walter. More often than not, it is now. And the and the reason is is I see people that have done a good job for saving for retirement. Or at least the people that come through my doors when we sit down and talk to them, they've done a really good job. They just don't know how to take what they've already saved and turn it into an income for the rest of their lives. So that's their problem that they're facing right now. Where most fall short is they just don't have the confidence and they don't know where to go and get it. And they don't know what the planning process. And this is where my office can be of a great help. We put together an income plan showing them how their investments will produce income so they can go out there and enjoy the retirement that they dreamed of. We can help them make smart financial decisions, especially during the hard times. Kevin, I always love recording programs with you because we never know what we're going to get. We got the train rolling through during the show today. We do. It's going to vibrate the building here in a minute. You can hear it. I hope everybody can hear it in the background. Yeah, It runs through a couple times a day. I think during uh, last week's show, it, it, it approached right as we were finishing the, the program. And uh, so they're, they're a little earlier this week. So this is, uh, this is great. Well, we'll just keep rolling while the trains are rolling by. That metaphor just fits in nicely there. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I think it's great ambient sound in the background. When people do retire early, Kevin, do they usually stay out of the workforce well, most of them do from my experience, but there are some that keep working. i give you another example of, how, of a couple that I've met. You know, I said a couple retired just a few years ago, and they just love it. They, they, a thought doesn't cross their mind about going back to work. And the reason is, is they have all this time now to do the things that they wanted to do. So they have more time to be involved with their church, which is, which is big for them. They volunteer a lot. They have children that live in different states. So they travel all over to being you know, involved in their lives and their grandchildren's lives. They saved and they planned for this to happen. It just didn't happen overnight like the garden we were talking about. You know, I met them probably 10 years ago and we started down this road with them. We started the planning process so they could do all those things. And that's the best part of my job. We help people to and through retirement and seeing all of their hard work pay off. And then I have another couple where the husband is 80 years old. We just talked to him this morning, and he still loves working. He, he really gets a kick out of it. And the reason is, is he's in demand and his advice for his advice and experience. He's been doing construction for a long, long time, and these are big projects that take maybe a year, months on end to, to uh, you know, finish. So his planning expertise really comes in, and that's what he likes. He likes the challenge of planning and finishing a big construction project. He doesn't need to work, but he really enjoys it. That's really what he likes to do. So every time I talk to him or his wife, something new is happening. He's out of town. He's working. He's having fun. He's always happy. He's always laughing. And the reason is because he's passionate about what what he's doing, and he makes a difference, and he sees it. That's pretty neat. Everybody's got different values and things that make them tick, and you kind of see that really reflected whenever this conversation about retiring early comes up. What are the challenges, though, of doing this, of, of pulling that retirement trigger so early, whether you be 45 or 65, as in those examples that you gave earlier? Oh, yeah. This is, well, there's a three or four that come to mind. The first one comes to mind, obviously, is you don't have enough money saved. So when that happens, you sit down with somebody and you say, I want to retire, and you find out you don't have enough money saved, then the panic sets in, which leads typically to taking on a lot more risk than you want. 
Now, the other is a lack of an income plan. So if you don't have an income plan, how do you know where all your income is going to come from when you do retire? So if you don't have that income plan, you need one. Not only that, but is your income today, if it doesn't increase with inflation, you could be in real trouble 15 years down the road, 10 years down the road, just because your money's not going to be keeping up with the cost of goods. And here's the big one that I see a lot of time, too much debt and monthly expenses. Walter, you know, my 28 years, I'm going to ask you a question. What is the highest credit card debt you think I've seen come through my office? Like uh, in terms of the percentage rate, interest rate people were paying? No, the the total amount. The total debt amount, yeah. Oh, you had to at least have somebody that had 100,000. 200. Oh, 200, wow. 200,000. In credit card debt. In credit card debt. Either a Robin Peter to pay Paul and had a, he had a, you know, a business that just wasn't working out the way they expect and they wanted to do some retirement plan. I'm like, we can't do retirement planning until we take care of this debt. <sighs> so those are big issues that come along. And the biggest one of all, I know you know this, Walter, what is it? The mm. biggest reason they, they, you know, challenges of retiring early. People tend to procrastinate procrastinate yeah <laughs> it wasn't a math question this week no no it wasn't a math so i'm trying to trip you up yeah so, i was ready for the math part so it took me a second <laughs> well we all know what procrastination does right putting off planning is not the answer you have to sit down and do that so not having enough money save panic sets in no planning put on there you know too much debt and procrastination so you know get in gear if i can give anybody some advice sit down and start the process yeah, it's a really good point. Don't ever uh, wait till the last minute to do this kind of stuff, especially. How can somebody, Kevin, to kind of put a bow on this conversation, really know if retirement and doing it early is going to work out for them? How can they really get a good grasp on that based on their situation? Well, there's really no guarantee out there, is there, when you think about it? It comes all down to the plan. Let me give you an example of my dad, for example. He worked for General Motors. And this is, uh, in a, he was 50, 50 or 51 years old. And he said, listen, we're going to lay you off. I think it was for, it was at least a year, maybe two years. And we're going to pay you about 95% of your pay, which was a good deal at the time, at that time. So he thought, you know, I'll sit at home, see if I like retirement. Well, they called him back early and guess what? He liked retirement. Ah. So he opted out and he, he was, he was actually irritated Walter that he had to work one day. <laughs> So he, he ended up re- he ended up retirement. So are you the type of person, on the other hand, that likes to be busy? If so, what are you going to do to fill your time? If you take a vacation, let me give you an example. If you take a vacation and you're bored early, what do you think your retirement life is going to be? It's probably be the same. Yeah. I, I know a gentleman who retired from a local company around here, and he was a problem solver. He went around and he solved problems for this particular company. He liked to challenge. He was pretty much forced out to retire, so so he had no choice, and he did, and he absolutely hates it because he has all this time in his hand. His his spouse had passed away. He doesn't know what to do, and he just doesn't like it. So here's the key. Don't simply retire from something. Have something to retire to. So we've been talking about retirement early. That's what most people have in mind. They'd like to retire early. They would like to you know, enjoy the things whether they're young and whether health is still good. It's an easy process to do it. There's just three simple steps. If this is you and you're looking for help, all you have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call. Number two, as I stated earlier, the marvelous MJ will put you on a calendar. She will email you everything you need to bring in. The process is simple. You come into the office, we'll take about an hour, hour and a half, We'll go over your goals, your retirement dreams, and we'll put them into play. And third, we will sit down and listen to what you're trying to do. 
And when we listen to you, we will put together a simplicity plan that's tailored just for you to enable you to have the confidence to go to and through retirement. So if that's you, it's that simple. Take the three steps, don't procrastinate, and give us a call. Again, that number to call is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN. Very easy to get in touch. Uh, If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message, and uh, the team will be able to follow back up with you. This is if you want to make sure you're well-prepared for your financial future, ready for retirement. If you're tired of kind of second-guessing your plan, having a bunch of question marks all surrounding your financial situation, Time to get answers to some of those questions because you have worked hard to save money for retirement. You want to know, can you do it early or even just can I do it on time? It doesn't have to even be early. Whatever the definition of retiring, you know, your goal is, uh, you can look and have that situation analyzed to make sure you're on the right track. Kevin will help you take a look at that, see what might need to happen going forward to solidify your plan. 888-885-7526 is that number. One more time, that's 888-885-PLAN. Call that number and you'll get in touch with Kevin Ray and the team at Insight Folios and they'll be able to help make sure that you've got a great financial plan in place for the future. Stay with us. Still more to come on today's show, including answering some of your questions. That and more around the corner. So stay tuned. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better. This is the time each week where we take just a quick sidestep from all the financial stuff just to see what's going on in Kevin's life and get to learn his personality a little bit more. Fun question for you this week, Kevin, and I think I know the answer to this question. (laughs) Uh, To get to know you this week, tell me what was the last movie you went to and what did you think? That is a super duper good question, Walter, because I cannot remember the last I, I knew time it. I stepped inside a movie theater. I, I really knew you can't. weren't going to be able to remember. I was like, Kevin just doesn't seem like a going to the movies guy to me. Uh, you know, I like movies. It's just that, I, you know, I'm, I'm technology did today, right? I, I watch them on Netflix. I stream them or whatever I want to uh-huh. do. And, uh, you know, there, I just, I can't, you know, I can't remember. Come on, it's, really rack your brain. When was it's. When's the last time you remember being in a movie, even if it's not accurate? Maybe there was another one you went to before then, but like, what's the first one that pops to your mind where you can picture yourself in a theater? Jeez, you know, the... The Wizard of Oz? Were you about to say The Wizard no, of Oz? No, I'm going to say Jurassic <laughs> Park, I remember. How's okay, that? so ni- in the 90s, time. right? That's yeah, yeah. Like early that's 90s, time, I think. long time yeah. ago, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure. No, I can remember something about Mary now that we're talking about it. When I, when I that first came started. after Jurassic Park, right? Oh, did it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so maybe, but it's, it's maybe been a long a, time. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, actually, I I do not go out to the movies very often. I think it's more. I don't know. I think there's a lot of crap movies coming out these days. Yeah, and I think there is. There's better stuff often coming out on you know Netflix and some of these other places too. Yeah. But um, also, I, I think it's just we've been so busy. But we actually did go to the movies last weekend for the first yeah. time in maybe a year. And we saw the new Toy Story, Toy Story 4 came out. So my wife and I went and we tried this cool little, uh, this cool little place that's near our house where you go and it's, it's, a, it's one of these dinner movie places. So it was a really bizarre, like very homey setup. We were actually, you sit in um, office chairs, like little rolling office chairs and you got a little table in front of you and they cut, and the food was actually really good. We got some nachos and some chicken wings <laughs> and some stuff like that and but it's like a regular restaurant, so they have waiters coming around during the movie. Now they try to be discreet as much as possible, but uh, yeah, it was fun. We had a good we had a good time. It was nice. Well, now that you just have a memory, now I rented out the State Theater here in Bay City for a client appreciation event, and we showed that 
uh, I can't remember the name of the movie, Tom Hanks, where he was Walt Disney and how they came about, you know, with uh, Mary Poppins movie. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. Saving but, Mr. Banks. Yeah, Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, but like it. Father Like Son, my dad said, boy, this is the first time in 50 years I've been in a movie theater. Because <laughs> <laughs> he came. You know, it's been, he said it's been 50 years since he's oh, been in wow. one. So, yeah, we're kind of the same, I guess. That's, mm-hmm. pre- that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, either Jurassic Park or There's Something About Mary was on the list. And, uh, and then you had your own screening. You know, that's pretty cool to be able to rent out a theater that way yeah we had a, it was a great time we had a client appreciation event and we had all kinds of food and stuff done there was a real good time then neat very cool all right those are the last movies that we went to in the theater and uh you know I, I, it was a good experience i enjoyed it but i still kind of like just hanging out at the house watching a movie i don't know yeah popcorn's cheaper right popcorn's all all, all of it is cheaper uh, yeah. at the house that's for sure um it's an expensive venture going to see the movies it is you take family four i can imagine it's a good hundred dollars so. yep easy easy yeah. All right, well, there you go. Uh, Speaking of finances and spending money, we're going to talk some more about that coming up on today's show. We're going to answer your questions coming up next on The Mailbag, so stay tuned. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. That's what we thought. Well, it's time for the mailbag here on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He's the person you're here to hear. Uh, Financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can check us out online by going to insightfolios.com. Ask your questions by clicking the listen button or listen to past episodes there. That's insightfolios.com. Kevin, we're going to put your 28 years of experience to the test today with some good questions from our listeners. Uh, The first one comes to us from Toby. Toby is in Pinconning and says, I'm retiring in five years and I'm currently maxing out my 401k, but not doing any other savings. Should I be saving anywhere else, even if that means putting less in my 401k? Well, Toby, congrats on maxing out your 401k. So that's 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 a good um, a good chunk of money that you're doing. So for example, for 2019, the max contribution you can put into your 401k if you're under 49 is 19,000. If you're over 50 or 50 or over, you add another 6,000 for 25,000. So you're doing a good job. The first thing I'd like to know is do you have adequate enough 401k options? If you're unhappy with it because if you just don't like the investment options that are in there, uh, maybe it's time to look at maybe taking those dollars and investing someplace else. Second is, does your company match any of your contributions? If they do, then you should be at least taking advantage of that match because it's a free contribution. So let's say, just for example, you don't like the investment options, but the company matches. So in that particular instance, I would look at putting enough in to get the company match and maybe looking elsewhere because you have this whole world of investments out there that may be better suitable for you uh, for investments. So you may take some of those dollars that you're putting in your 401k and look into a Roth. If you don't need the tax deduction, a Roth may be a good thing. Because remember, the Roth IRA is tax-free when you go to take it out. So if you're married, you could do one for your spouse too. So if you're over 50, you could put a lot of money in there. So I would have to take a look at your situation, Toby, just to see what you're doing, see if you need tax break, if it makes more sense tax break doing the Roth, or maybe what's called a non-qualified account where you only pay tax on the gain. So there's a lot of different avenues here, Toby. So give me a call, set up an appointment, come in in the office, and I'll go through each one of those with you to see which one makes 
a better sense in your own particular situation? Really good question, Toby. Thanks for submitting that one to us. Uh, again, insightfolios.com, your place to go online to ask questions. Or if you want to talk one-on-one with Kevin and the team, you can do that on the phone, 888-885-PLAN is that number, 888-885-7526. All right, here's another one for you, Kevin. This one comes to us from Donna, Donna writing in from Linwood, and says, my husband left me a significant amount of credit card debt when we divorced two years ago. Apparently, he was running up charges on a card in my name that I didn't even know about. Oh, boy. Wow. I have plenty of money in my 401k, probably more than I'll need for retirement. Should I take an early withdrawal to pay this off? Lots of layers to that question, sir. A lot of layers in here, Donna. Yeah, so I'm assuming that your credit card interest on that debt is pretty high because most of it is, especially if it's going on for a couple of years. So depending on your age... If you're still working for your employer that provides your 401k, your plan probably will not permit you to withdraw from your 401k directly to pay off your debt. In most cases, in order to take the premature, it's called a premature distribution from your 401k, you have to be separated from service or you have to be 59 and a half and older. So if you're not either of those, there are some big penalties you got to be aware of, Donna. And the first one is, let's just say you have $30,000 in credit card debt and you need to withdraw 30. Well, if you if you don't meet those two criteria, guess what? The IRS is going to penalize you 10% of that 30,000, so that's $3,000. And not only that, the minute you take it out, now it is taxable for the state of Michigan and for federal. That could easily cost you another $6,000 in income tax. So think of it, $3,000 penalty, $6,000 in income taxes to take 30, it costs you nine. That may not be the best option. So there are some other options out there. First, what if you stop contributing to your 401k? Let's say you're contributing $15,000 per year to your 401k. Well, in that case, it only take two years to pay off your debt and you keep the $30,000 in your 401k and all the taxes and penalties you'd have to give up. You know, or do you have a loan available in your 401k? If you do, that may make more sense than paying taxes and penalties on the withdrawal. You say you have enough, or you think you have enough for retirement, but how do you know? I advise you before you did any of this to sit down with an advisor and put together a retirement income plan to make sure that you truly do have enough saved for retirement because you don't want to shortchange yourself in retirement. Donna, that may be, you know, uh, the worst thing that you could do. So if you're in need of an advisor, you don't have one, give us a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you. We'll go through the situation for you and show you how to pay that debt off. The number to call to reach Kevin Ray if you've got questions like Donna and Toby on today's show, something else, uh, another situation that you might be in. Kevin sees these things all the time in the office and can help walk you through whatever your issue may be. And make sure you've got a great plan in place for your financial future. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Easy enough to remember number. 888-885-PLAN. Uh, Kevin's your financial coach at Insight Folios. In case you've just tuned in over the last couple of minutes, he's local, born and raised in Pinconning, serves the area still with an office in Pinconning and in Saginaw as well. It's convenient to come by and say hello. In fact, Kevin tells me all the time he has people that just drop in 
say, hey, heard you on the radio. <laughs> let's let's chat. Uh, so you can do it that way too. You can just drop by the office anytime. You might, might be in a you might be in a meeting, right, Kevin? So, yeah, but I think they stop in to see the marvelous MJ more than they do yeah. me because they want to see who she is. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> so if you uh, if you want to call in advance, you can uh, be sure to set up a good time to come in and meet at your convenience with Kevin. But uh, you can also come into the office and meet the marvelous MJ pretty easily as well. So um, stop by anytime and say hello at yeah. one of the office locations. And while you're here in Pinconic, Valley's Meat Market is open. We have uh, Frank's True Value Hard. We have Beeson's Meat Market. All <laughs> homegrown service. They like you. They want you to come in. They appreciate you. That's what the hometown, small town service is all about. Nice being wedged in there to uh, all sorts of local businesses. And it, it is. makes it the is. trip to come see Kevin just that much more enjoyable. <laughs> it's, it's fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to learn more about the simplicity process uh, that Kevin has talked about on today's show, about their planning philosophies at Insight Folios, you can go to the website as well, insightfolios.com. So there's lots of ways for you to connect, learn more information, and uh, we hope you take advantage of one of those ways to learn a little bit more about the team and how you might be able to be helped with your financial plan in the future. Kevin, we're out of time on this week's show. It's always fun joining you, and I hope you have a great fourth, and we'll talk to you next week. You too, Walter. Take care. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you soon on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.